Ah, oh, this is so specific, Gordon. You, you should oh, understand. Is, yeah. yeah, I'm good at describing how to do things. You are listening to KAOP AM 1045. My name is Danny. Hey, I'm Adam. And this is Actions on Purpose, a weekly radio show where we bring you the stories of Seattle's DIY. Adam, how are you doing? So, have you ever felt like you're very good at something, but your ability that you want to be good at it is in conflict with your ability to do it or complete something very quickly. That basically sounds like my life, so continue, please. Uh, I recently was spending quite a bit of time by myself, and I got really, really bored. So I bought one of those giant uh, phone book-sized puzzle books from a grocery store for like little kids, and it was uh, a whole bunch of Sudoku puzzles. And I realized I don't care so much about completing the Sudoku correctly as I do completing it as quickly as I can, even though it always leads me to complete it incorrectly. That's... I, I don't understand how you get any pleasure from that. I don't. It's very frustrating. But to me, Sudoku isn't about doing it correctly. It's about doing it quickly. And it, it's a major problem. Uh, I mean, I can't think of anything that I want to do quickly, not correctly, except record this uh, radio show. So, uh, let's get right into it. This week we have uh, the the founders and publishers of Seattle's hottest, hottest, hottest zine. Uh, we have Gordon Brad from Skillshot Pinball Fanzine. Hello. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Awesome. Yep. So now for people who haven't picked one up, can you please just give us like a, the gist of what the Skillshot Fanzine is? The Skillshot Fanzine is... Uh, fanzine about local pinball. We have uh, news and gossip, an article about pinball. The uh, news and gossip is about the Seattle pinball uh, community scene, whatever you want to call it. And then on the very inside, we have a list, uh, which is a collage, and it has a uh, all of the pinball locations that are open to the public in Seattle with plus white center has been grandfathered in because they were there in the early days they're an important part of seattle pinball history what are some of the names what are some of the areas here i'll let brad do it i I had to pull (laughs) i had to pull one of these out at work today to uh to look for what was in fremont or whatever because this guy was like i'm gonna go out and play some pinball with my friends this weekend uh you know what's near attaball and i was like i don't know and i just turned around and grabbed a skill shot um Capitol Hill, Central District, South Lake Union has its own spot. What's it? What is, what's it? Wait, what's in South Lake Union? The Fun House. Oh. And Victory yeah. Victory Lounge. We play a little loose with the neighborhood. I was neighborhoods. gonna say that's yeah. yeah. That's, to me, okay. So I have a question. You mentioned that you guys have gossip. You, yeah. Is it fun gossip? Or is there anything actually like salacious that gets included? Mm, sometimes. Yeah, we try to avoid the anything that's um, going to hurt feelings or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. We want it to be yeah. nice. But has there but been anything it, about uh, unplanned pregnancies, divorces? No, it's more uh, like about pain. like what place uh, might have a new tournament, a pinball tournament. What place might have opened or closed? Um, yeah, usually in the tidbits, you try to throw in a. Uh, uh, blind item, you know, like 
some, some there might be a bar opening up soon on Capitol Hill. With well, that you know you could just put that in every issue. Because yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Uh, well, uh, with pinball. With pinball, you're right. With pinball. Yeah, with pinball. Is there ever like any alerting to potential cheaters or people that are not playing the game as it's intended? Yeah, you're taking the term gossip really very literally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is, that, is there a tip line where uh, if you think someone's cheating, you can call in? Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> no, there was like some uh, people, and I think they're still around. They hit the goat not too long ago. They were um, going around and robbing pinball machines. Mm-hmm. So I think they hit like a few like. Go Olaf's Beth's. That seems like a lot of work for not much of a return. Maybe so, there's not much, but these are desperate times for desperate and desperate people, I guess. Yes. Yeah. If I had to guess, it'd be more of a crime of like a thrill crime. No, yeah. I mean, these are junkies who know that there's money in there. Yeah. Yeah, quarters, dollars, you know. I don't. I don't think there's kids like putting up videos on YouTube and like, all right, tonight we're gonna rob a pinball machine. <laughs> Yeah, but I can't, like, imagine they get that much. Because, like, some of them now, like, have card readers or something like that, so you're not even, like, paying. How do you feel about that? Because I think I think we, I think I may have talked about this, because when I went, both times I've been to the Bay Area in the past couple of years, all the pinball machines are exclusively cards only. Wow. I think the only place <laughs> here is Olaf's, right? Uh, as far as I know. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's been out for, like, a year or more, and it's not kitchen. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't think people like it. The reason, I mean, the reason I don't like it is because it's weird to to try to keep track of how many games you've played, mm. and it's also weird because I imagine like if, if I tried to look at my statement, it would be just like fifty cents. Yeah, <laughs> but what what if it was like GameWorks where you could like get a like an Orca card kind of thing? And then you could go to different locations around the city, and that would be your pinball. I, line I almost feel it. like it would be a like uh, in a smaller way, like a vinyl versus CD, where it's not the you don't have the physical. The uh, what is that called? The, uh, the uh, ceremony. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, but there's not really a lot of coin collectors. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're a coin collector sell. until you start yeah. until you get into pinball. Then yeah. you spend all those like, oh, I have all these states. Because uh, a lot of record collecting isn't necessarily about the music; it's about like impulsive uh, collecting. I'm, so, I'm talking about you know people talk about oh, putting the record on and the needle and taking it out of the sleeve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when people like it's not all coin collectors on the machines work very well. Like sometimes you have to like guess which one works, and you know hopefully the coin return button put works too if it doesn't like register your quarter. Uh, I was at Jupiter the other day, and there was none of the thing, none of the coin holes were working. Uh, no good gophers, and it ended up being because someone had put Canadian quarters in both slots. Oof. Damn Canadian quarters! Damn Canadian quarters! <laughs> That's connects. Yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. How old is Skillshot? Ten years. Ten years. <laughs> how recently? Like, yeah. When was the end? Like this month. This month. Yeah, I, th- I believe so. Well, it was probably in August because we, like, well, we uh, started, later dated. Yeah. You know, like how like a publication comes out yeah. in July, but it says it's coming. It says September on yeah. the issue date. It really annoyed me as a child. It really, really annoyed me as a child. You know the origin. What, of that, though. Are you no, are you twelve years old? 
What? Because <laughs> uh, they used to do that with like comic books and stuff. And then oh, also, that like, is what you do. Yeah, and then yeah. also like my family, like my sisters would get, you know, Cosmopolitan or like, you know, Vogue or something like that. And I just, I didn't understand like what was the point of it. But wait, so what is the history of that? It's so, uh, when they sold them in drugstores or in newsstands <laughs> or something like that, magazines. I, I like how just the word drug yeah. made you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where a lot of magazines were sold, yeah. drugstores and places yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And they would have a later publication date so they wouldn't throw them away right away. Like, said it said August, and all of a sudden it became September, and, like... But you know. weren't you asking about the history more about Skillshot and not ma- magazines? No, I, no. Mean, I, mean, I know, actually, I didn't mean the ma- magazines. Oh, did you? I, okay. I wanted to know that little factoid. Oh, uh, yeah. now I do. Gordon's full of factoids. I call him the search engine. Uh, yeah. what's his, what's his fi- what is his favorite factoid? <laughs> the one that gets the most... Uh, the one when fun. I'm wrong and he's right. <laughs> when Brad doesn't listen... I listened to you all the time. Yeah, you didn't understand what we were talking about. Not no listening. Kind of, kind no of. on the podcast. Yeah, okay, all right. We're, we're <laughs> whispering, we're mumbling. No mumbling on the podcast either. That's my job for the last ten minutes when I'm drunk. <laughs> so, what? you know, you brought up the history. What is the history? Why did you, who decided to do this, and why did you decide to do it? What We have the when, which is ten years ago. Yeah. So we well, no, it actually goes back further than that. Mm-hmm. At least a couple years because uh, we had talked about Brad and I uh, knew each other socially, but um, and we had you know not super close friends though. I Just loved occasional as soon friends. As I saw him. I, was, I wanted to be his friend so bad. We would um, talk about doing a zine together, you know, because I had done a few zines in the past, and so was Brad. And he was like, "We should do a zine together." But um, it took a couple years for. Um, circumstances to bring us back together in a time that um, no one was being interrupted by any other person. And we'd hang around the Madison pub all the time and we'd always be playing pinball and hanging out by the pinball machines for the most part. And then Before we the decided <laughs> Yeah, we'd play pool and sometimes or darts. Oh yeah, that's true. Remember when you I played darts? The Madison pub. <laughs> oh yeah. I stopped playing darts at Madison pub. Why? Because I would have panic attacks. It would freak me out. About hitting someone? Or just no, the scoring? group of people that we were hanging out with were very competitive, and they were mean if you didn't do well. And then so I started, like, when I would throw the dart, it would automatically go, not even go at the dartboard. It would go on the floor. Brad! <laughs> they uh, would be, yeah, people were, like, getting, like, going, what's wrong <laughs> with you? So I just had to stop. I, I was like, I can't play darts anymore, and I went, uh, I was only there for pinball or pool sometimes. Or the do, golfing do, game. Do, 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 you, do, you, do, you, do you ever, like, just feel like you need to do the darts again? Are you ever in a ball? No, 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 no. I do, I do see like, people, oh, and I do get a little days. jealous. Yeah, I am a little jealous of people that can do it, but... I think you should like set something up in your backyard, like a dartboard. Just like practice every day. When I was a, when I was a kid, I did that, and I had a um, a dartboard on a telephone pole, and me and my friends were playing darts, and my Boston Terrier ran by, and it got him right in the leg, and I had to chase him down and pull it out with a metal dart. Yeah, it was a uh-huh. metal dart. <laughs> <laughs> Sonny Bono, I miss you. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so you're hanging out the Madison Pub. Yeah, then um, so then after that couple Gordon, years, Gordon is, known is each a other, zinester. and yeah, that's and, what um, yeah he yeah. like he uh-huh. had such a history, and um, then we had time we was like oh, let's do that zine we were talking about because we were just hanging out drinking mm-hmm. and playing pinball. I was like, what should the zine be about? And it's like, how about pinball? Because we're always playing pinball. So like, yeah, that's pinball. a great idea. Let's do a pinball zine. Yeah, 
And I've I had seen a pinball zines, at least multi ball. Yeah. And I think high score arcade had a pinball zine, so you know, and the idea of a pinball zine wasn't like unique. Was was or it, it wasn't was an it, original idea to me anyways. What was the first issue of Skullshot like? Was it pretty close to what it is now or no? Yeah. Yeah, it was like it's, it wasn't as big. It's got all the same elements though. It's got news and gossip, it's uh, got a little list. The list was very small at the time. And uh, I think on the inside, did it have an article? Yeah, they had the article. It had a news and gossip. What was the article? Oh, the history of pinball. Yeah, yeah. And maybe something about Batman. <laughs> no, that was, you're talking about the... Well, no, Wheel the, of Fortune, then what was it? It was, it was, it was uh, history of pinball, and then second one was Family Guy, and then then the Batman came around the time that we had more people around to edit with us because we were cutting that apart. It was a bad article. Well, we put it in because it was. So when you were se- when, you, when you were assembling the news and gossip, were you trying like for the first issue? Were you asking people specifically for the zine? Like, was it like, hey, we're doing a pinball zine, give us some gossip? Or no, it just made it up. Yeah, it up? yeah, it just it, it just ob- observations. I did. Um, I always wrote it like I uh, there was a zine called. Um, was it, it was uh, Bruce LaBruce's and uh, GB Jones. Did uh, the queer rock explosion? Or uh, I can't believe I can't remember. Them. Anyways, they did a zine, and they always I remember reading about them, and they like write gossip and stuff like that, and make it sound like there was a big queer punk zine and or scene in in uh, Toronto, Canada. Yeah, and um, they were just making it up. It was just them and a couple, maybe a couple other friends, but they made it sound exciting, and and then it became exciting. Mm-hmm. Much it started like how it created the same thing. Yeah, same thing. Same Z's. So, yeah, because I mean, I remember what you were talking about with uh, people breaking into the pinball machines. That was in, that wasn't that the first issue? And it had that little guy that you got from a book or whatever uh, going, assholes. Oh, that was like someone stole a bike in front of Shorty's. That, asshole, that? that asshole has balls. Yeah. They <laughs> stole what? That asshole has balls. It was like the little like news and gossip thing because someone stole someone had a bike locked up in front of shorties on the gate and some somebody sure stole it brazenly stole it right in front of oh, while they were opening everything so brad just went to the archives. oh it's watch out for villains last month all three pins at mad pub were broken into asshole oh, yeah, got the, right. little, the little fun guy going like that and for those those of you who can't see at home uh he's got white cotton gloves on and he's holding this it's on a like one inch clear lucite <laughs> He's talking about the pitcher, not Brad. One of the interesting things about the zine is the covers. Can you kind of like talk about what the, each cover is? Well, here's what I'll say: because uh, we're still talking about the history part. No, no, it ties in right okay, to, to your question. Okay. Um, the at the very beginning, there were three of us. There wasn't two of us. There was me and Gordon and Manser. And we had decided to each uh, do our do one issue each for the first three. Or so, at least be project manager for one issue. Right, we didn't right. Call project that, manager, yeah. yeah. But that's, that, yeah. Does, that does <laughs> describe it very well. It describes it really well. <laughs> yeah. So Gordon had the first one, Manser had the second one, and I had the third one. And then, uh, so Gordon, of course, puts out the one that has all the elements that we still use, you know, the, the uh, news and gossip and, the, and all that stuff. And then um, Manser put out one that was similar, 
you know, and, and still okay. And then uh, I did the one, the third one, and it had, um, like, I just got excited about doing the cover because I, I thought it looked so good and people responded to it. Like, here, I'll show it to you. It's, it's yeah, so it's it, this was the cover for that. Like, I, I made it all, like, all the letters big and yeah. tried to make it look more like a magazine. And, um, and then the inside instead of having an article i put that list that's the first time the list was a full page yeah and uh and then so after that after enjoying that art that cover i i remember asking gordon before doing it uh or maybe it was after <clears throat> after the fourth issue that came out after that one and i said can i do the covers all the time and he was like yeah yeah great cool <laughs> yeah. and from then on i was like okay i and it's been a passion of mine i've been i you know i have my I've had uh, two photographers, three actually, if you include Nosebleed, and uh, we just get the best picture that get a bunch of pictures of one little thing. Like it's one, it's always one little aspect that and well, then blow well, it up. Like visual aspect of yeah, a yeah, yeah. Like uh, I remember the detail, detail. Yeah. yeah, remember the Jurassic Park one, the one uh, with the boy's face on it it's in between the outlines it's like this big and now it's a poster like it's hanging in my apartment i think it might be here too so and i mean it's almost to a point where you're almost challenging people to try to figure out yeah what it is because kind of yeah and we'll get to folding well right parties now i'm doing later, classic but, but we'll, we'll get to folding parties later but i've been at folding parties where like you like people are trying to guess what it is and they can't figure it out yeah it's like esoteric one tiny visual part of a of a pin that they're you know that you, you've blown up yeah you know usually it. anyways yeah. usually not all the time you well, know. I, I love it when people don't know what it is though that's that's one of my favorites but the ones that you did the whole cover are pretty um sometimes not sometimes you know they're more rare they don't like it's not like um well except for maybe big buck hunter what do you mean like genie uh-huh. Like when Jeannie was oh, on the you cover, mean the back Jeannie, glass, that's the full it was the glass. main character on the back glass, but mm-hmm. at the same time it was a game that wasn't um, uh, on location at the time in Seattle, so people might not have knew what it was. Where'd you get the picture then? Yeah, where did we go for that one? That was out at... Um, that was Justin, wasn't it? That was, yeah, but it was out in Mount Townsend. Or Port, 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 Port Townsend. Port Townsend. Yeah, what was the name of that place? If, if there's a pin on fucking Mount Townsend, I'd be Mount Townsend. I've gone to the top of that. It, <laughs> it was mid mid Middletown Dreams. Middletown Dreams. That's so they like opened up a pinball bar out in Port Townsend, swooped out to visit. Uh, yeah. You know, take a road trip out there, and then Brad saw Jeannie and he wanted to take use Jeannie for the cover, so we drove back out there to take a picture. Yeah. That's that's a hell of a drive for a picture. That's yeah, dedication. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've gone a couple to, like uh, Milton, uh Bainbridge Island, um bunch of places more than that. After the first three issues where you each kind of took turns, what happened after that? What like we after? realized we realized who what each person's strong points were. And Gordon's was obviously the, this, this the like, news like and Voltron. gossip. Like you know, you're yeah, yeah. Into <laughs> yep, it was the great. The fine-tuned machine. Yeah, Gordon's was that the uh, the news and gossip, and uh, and I was the cover. And then after that, we kind of started getting more people to help us. After that, you know, uh, like Jeff Ty- Rose, Tyler. Right there. T- Tyler would always help with the paste up. He did. He Tyler would do the lists, and uh, it would take him forever. Nosebleed can take him a day. 
and it'll be finished. But anyway, then uh, but yeah, but he, and then Nosebleed came along while after Tyler. So how often do these come out now? Five times a year. And how rigid is your schedule? Like how we did four times a couple years ago. No, 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 no. no what I mean, is like, <laughs> like when do you say like okay, it's going to come out this like when do you know? How far in advance do you know when an issue is going to come out? Usually a few months. Sometimes um, this year I didn't do it, but uh, last couple of years I'd figure out the whole yearly schedule well, and like plan it. Like you know, it's going to come out this month here, then this month, and this month. Usually because there's three issues at the beginning of the year, with the third one being coming out just before the pinball show, and then another one like in the late summer, and then October. Halloween issue. Like what's the like series of events that lead to the issue coming out? Well, the first thing is the date has to be decided on. And what is that thing that we use for the that everybody gets to, to choose like what their days are, that they're so available? Oh, doodle. We only oh, did that doodle. once. I wouldn't want to endorse them. They were a pain yeah. in the butt. Uh, is that the one that was just that just happened? Oh, about yeah. It. I just did it that way because Nosebleed suggested it, and then it didn't even like. Everyone picked the second date, the second choice, anyways. And yeah. This big, long, stupid thing. I know. He created that event and then he only saved 45 minutes. Nosebleed. We love him. Yeah. Okay, so you pick the date. Pick the date. Pick the date. Usually, sometimes he'll have a cover already picked out. Oh, yeah. I just like keep notes and take pictures for news and gossip. And usually, you know, we usually have an idea who's doing the article. They yeah, might not have it right. turned in yet, but we know who's doing it. I'm I'm the volunteer coordinator, and uh, so I have to text people and you know ask the, if, ask them if they're working on the article, tell them the, the deadline, kind of stay on it if they're really slow. Like this might happen with this next issue, mm-hmm. and then I set up the the uh, photo shoot with Justin Blau, our uh, my current photographer for the covers, and. Uh, then we just prepare for pace up. Gordon buys a whole bunch of snacks. Snacks are good. And this whole c- counter is like covered in delicious food. And uh, and then Kayla, Graham, Andrew, Nosebleed, me, you. Is that everybody? Six. Yeah, yep. six. <laughs> uh, everybody yeah, comes, six fingers come, up. Everybody comes over here. Uh, for the most part, most part, everybody usually is here. And uh, we wait for Gordon to finish writing the news and gossip. <laughs> we, we And then we go for the article that has uh, been turned in. I'm usually almost done. I usually only have like one or two paragraphs left. bits and stuff, yeah. And ideally, all the pictures are uh, modified. That's, That's the big like, part. That takes me more time than anything is doing all those little pictures. So, mm-hmm. so like, to kind of like describe to the audience what, what the picture oh, is. The current, the current version of the zine is um so there's like news and gossip an article a list to cover uh, a few ads and um but it's all like as a collage pretty much like the cover's a collage news and gossip's a collage everything's we cut it all out by hand we've always done always done the whole thing production wise by hand and um over time like a few pictures first there was hardly ever any photographs and i just like take a a background from some something I found online and do it the way I've always done my zines. Uh, but once I uh, got a camera, then I started taking pictures of people and I started including people's faces randomly throughout the zine. And then slowly it's like turned into like this, like um, 
where every like single hundreds picture, of, yeah. hundreds of little heads <laughs> are shoved into the each, in between every uh, paragraph. At least in the news and gossip, we try to make the article look different. Yeah, right. So as far as as far as like pace, as far as pace up goes, we usually get this part done. So we have the article, we have the the ads, so we throw them in. But the the article section is pasted down usually by what, someone that's not me or you. Usually Andrew's been doing it. You, Andrew's been doing it lately, and he does a really great job. But then uh, after that, you know, people start like leaving because we've edited everything, and yeah. you know, all the news and gossip goes through f- four people. N- Nosebleed sometimes reads it, but he doesn't edit. Um, and then after that, everybody leaves, and then uh, it's just me and Gordon. So on Pace Up is always on a Sunday. So on Monday, I'm over here with him, sitting where you are, Danny, and Gordon's yeah. sitting here, and we're sitting across the table from each other. All uh, like little heads are all right here, like <laughs> hun- a cup, like Has two hundred. Two hundred. And uh, sent them flying. No, I've spilled a beer uh, before, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, so then we sit there and we start like just yeah. cutting them out and gluing them down and then uh yeah i put and, the and text it, down first it's usually it's usually uh still happening the next day on tuesday and but then i i have to do a lot of little, little things on the cover still because i'm usually never done with the cover until the last minute yeah which i know is bad but you know major he's eye done with it he just doesn't realize it until yeah he's looked yeah, at yeah. it has yeah. there been like an infamous issue where everything just went wrong like the like it was the issue. Mm-hmm. The power went out. Not like, everything. I mean, look, we've had like bad printing jobs. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. The uh, I don't remember which issue number it is, but it's the one with Grand Lizard on the cover. And we get to the lookout back when the folding parties were at the lookout, and pull it out, and it's blurry. Ugh. And it's readable if you yeah. try hard. That's because I, I picked it up and I didn't wear glasses or I still <laughs> so it all looks blurry to me. I can't tell. But then when everybody else sees it, there I take I take glasses with me now when I pick it up. Yeah. So okay, you mentioned folding right parties. Uh, I think this is possibly the most interesting part of skill shots. Uh, so can you explain the the folding parties and what they are and how they happen and when they what and what issue they started with. Thirteen. No, actually, they started with because. Oh, you're right. It did start with thirteen because there's the one for fourteen. <laughs> he said I was right on t- on, on TV. I'll, I'll, I'll make you like a, a forty minute loop of that. Yeah. Can I have that? I need that. I really need that in my life. <laughs> but so I'll, I'll make it two sides of a ninety minute tape. So you can just always just have it ready to go. <laughs> but I did it. I did. Um, I kind of like jotted down a brief timeline of skill shot last year on that, that paper right there. And I realized at the time that the fold, the first folding party was issue 13, like you said, because we made that poster up there on the wall for issue 14. 14. That was the first poster for it. And we'll, we'll still kind of explain what the folding parties are. Oh, what, what are they? They're, um, we used to, like, for the first 12 issues, we would sit around here and fold as fast as possible, which... For some of us, is not very fast. <laughs> He's talking <And> about me. <laughs> <laughs> We'd sit around. And and it would take movies. forever, and it'd take you know distribution would take a long time to do. And yeah, um, it was just that's like, why there was like uh, such a pause. I think in between the issues, 
But back then we were on a roll because it was just like we were putting out zines all the time. Like yeah, a few we other titles besides Skillshot. Yeah, we were putting we'll out a zine. We'll and we'll um, yeah, so and we came up with like having people help us do it because people kept saying they'd come over and help us fold. Yeah, that's yeah, but right. my apartment's kind of crowded, you know. When there's just six, of, when there's six of us here, it's too crowded already, or crowded enough. That, but um, we decided to have it at a bar, and we was hanging out at the lookout down the street when they got pinball, and they had pinball. Yeah, they had uh, Frankenstein, so we'd like lug the zines over there, and you know, get people to come over and help us fold it over there. And we were friends with the staff, and we'd get like. Uh, Deals on pitchers of beer. Yeah, it was five dollar pitchers. Yeah, when we first they kept it five dollars for us for quite a while. Even yeah, and that was for that else. was one of the big things. It was come in, fold zines, and you can drink all the free beer you want because we were, it was yeah. on us. You yeah. Know? So what? What? I don't know if this is an inappropriate question or not, but what was what was your circulation like for these folding parties? Like, how many issues you, were you preparing? God, it's like we're doing. Generally twenty five hundred now, and so it was probably like back then when we first it was started doing thousand. it less than two thousand. Oh I don't yeah, remember how yeah. Many. Uh, it was it was probably like in the. Because you've always been really concerned. I mean, I have the, I have probably have the receipts from it still, but I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, we'll send our account. interesting question. So, but anyways, oh, so now kind of like explain what the folding parties are like because they're pretty fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Stick out piles of zines all over a certain section of a bar. Lately, we've been doing it upstairs at Ozzy's. That's a good spot because they have a lot of people up there, a lot of tables. Mm-hmm. Um, but back then, we did it at the uh, Lookout, which was the same thing. Except, uh, they had like open mic for a while or like some kind of. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, I got to say, that was kind of tough. Yeah. It was. It wasn't open mic, but it seemed like it. It wasn't open mic, but it was. I would I, I described it like this. It's someone who probably goes to Cornish or just graduated Cornish. They think they're like a singer songwriter, and <laughs> three of their friends showed up and is wondering what the hell's going on in the rest of the bar. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, so I've, I've gone to several of these, and it's pretty fun because you just go in. There is a huge stack of unfolded skill shots, and you just sit down and you start folding them and. You know, you, you might meet people there. You see people you've seen at bars before. I think that a lot of people have met each other at folding parties, or it's been a good way. I've, I've Actually, there's been more than a few people told me that their introduction to uh, the Seattle pinball tournament scene, or just all of it, everybody is uh, at folding parties. So, actually, I'm very curious because these folding parties sound really fun. Uh, especially the food part. <laughs> so if uh, if you're a food ma- motivated person like me, or you really want to get like where, free, how do you get free pictures of beer too? Yeah, or all the beer, all the all. No, that doesn't happen anymore oh, because really? they, they don't uh, change locations. Yeah, well, the since food is still so at Ozzy's, yeah, we, we, like yeah, we a bunch of appetizers food. and yeah. food and stuff like that. But I can't, we can't have the free beer anymore. But that didn't seem to be a motivator anyway. So uh, well, it was for me. Whoa, yeah, you're gonna be there. <laughs> for you, it's so yeah. great. Well, because that was a, a way to to sell it. You know? Oh, oh yeah. Come and have free beer. So where where exactly is I Ozzy's? do like beer. Actually, I haven't been to a folding party since you went to Ozzy's, only because I just have other shit. Yeah, it's uh, Lower Queen Anne. It's just like the eight bus at the until the end yeah. of the line. Kind of near Taco Bell. Oh, it's, yeah, it's like a, a block away from Taco Bell. Fucking, let's just make it at, at Taco Bell. Taco <laughs> Everybody knows now. where Taco Bell is. Where? <laughs> so, so Taco Bell has started opening. So the, here's the thing. Taco Bell wants people to come in and drink, 
and you can't do that if you have a drive through so they're just building new locations without drive throughs where they serve booze. I swear where? To where, where, where? I want to do this. <laughs> uh, from what <laughs> I read, they have 350 locations planned to open in the next six months. That's oh. huge. Breaking news. That is pretty breaking news for a Taco uh, Bell fan. For some yeah. reason, the way liquor laws are, you can't have a drive through food thing and serve alcohol. Right. So they're like, well, fuck it. We won't do they the should legalize the drive through alcohol instead. That'd be... Yeah, legalized drive through alcohol. That's a great idea, Gordon. They do. Like, they I mean, not, you, you, you just drive through and you buy it and go, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. okay, so in wait, New Orleans. When, when is the next folding party? Uh, oh, October 31st. It's a Tuesday. Oh, on a Tuesday. We're, uh, Why we're are we doing it on Halloween? Because that's know. the only day that everybody can do it. It's like, you know, it's just like, you know. Oh, cause, cause maybe because you're. All your folders are fucking adults, and like, what the fuck else are they gonna do on a Tuesday Halloween? Yeah, yeah that's, Halloween, that's true. That's when Halloween true. is a weeknight, no one does anything that night. It's they always a Saturday before. before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, we're gonna have something like uh, an activity, fold skill shots. We'll have a ho- costume contest, I'm sure. Whatnot. Yeah, and, uh, bobbing uh, for apples. <laughs> <laughs> if someone gets dressed up, and should give them, they should win a prize. Bobbing for uh, uh, balls from a pinball machine, just putting your face into a tub of water and trying to pick up a pin ball with your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but while you're gasping for air, the, the pinball goes down your throat. And you die. That sounds like a great party. <laughs> so, yeah, at Aussies. Right, and it's issue 50. Issue so number 50. That's, that's pretty awesome. 10 years, issue 50. So, so I'm looking at this list of, like, moments that you came up with. In Skullscrown history. Oh, wow. And I love, uh, in 2008, it just says, MySpace, comma, walking around the city. Uh, we created a MySpace page, and I walked around the city looking Wait, for Wait, is the MySpace pinball. page still up? No, they, you, they destroyed everything. They're like, they're in a slash and burn mode. So are they? The MySpace is gone. I yeah, I went looking for some old pictures I had on there, and it's like... I mean, skill. This, I think skill shot is still there, and I think it has a cover of um, the well, one with the three, four, five, Silver Ball Mania <laughs> covers oh, up one. there. I think issue fifteen. Is that what that is? Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. And that's when. Um, so issue seventeen is when we vacated MySpace or stopped using MySpace, but for a while, whatever that whatever that date is, is probably issue like five or something. You know, that's something we never explained about the zine that for people who've never seen it is yeah. that it's one piece of paper. It's like that was another um, skill shot, uh, like an early skill shot aha moment for me anyways, was those, we were talking about the zine and I knew that there wasn't any zine stores around anymore except for Left Bank Books and um, and maybe a record store, but you never knew what was going on with them that either. So all the outlets of, or um, distribution points for doing zines had kind of dried up. And then, um, but we were at Madison Pub talking about it, and I don't know, maybe somebody might have suggested it or came up with it on my own. I don't know, but I, I think realized that was like if we did it on one piece of paper and just folded it up, like, so you could unfold it, yeah. but there's no cuts or anything like that in it. It's only one single sheet. No cuts, no stapling. And we could make it for free. Yeah. And so those, um, and then just put them wherever, you know, because it'd be cheap to make, because it'd just be a double-sided Xerox. And the first, like, three issues were, you know, just regular paper. 11, 
11 by, or 8 and a half the by first, 11. Yeah, 8 and a half by 11. When, when you guys are creating an issue, is it usually uh, not enough space or trying to fill up space? Uh, mm. It's really crowded. It's it like, depends on what font we use. I mean, like now we're on the six point five. <laughs> yeah, we've gone. We've been small. at like six point five <laughs> font for a long time. Yeah, we're always running. We're always tight on space. Every single issue for quite a while now. Yeah, it's like you know that's what takes the longest about the editing process. Actually, is like cutting out more words and like you know like cutting out spaces. You know. Mm-hmm. So what was the Hooverville fire? Uh, Hooperville had a fire. It was upstairs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, Elvi- the, Elvis was in the building. It was upstairs. I think it was like a stove or a he- some kind of heater. It was in the uh, the staff area, I think. And um, it didn't like burn a lot, but the fire department. Can I have one of those too? Um, the fire department, like you know, of course they go in and hose down everything and destroy. Do more damage than the fire did, but you know, if the fire went out of you control. Know, they, 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 you know, they, they, you know, hey, firemen, uh, I've had fires at my house, and I'm really glad that they just, you know, are on the safe side. Let's just hold, let's foam everything. Hey, but there's valuable pinball machines underneath there. Yeah, that was the, <laughs> and there wasn't even a fire there. That, that, fire. that was the tragedy part. Yeah, yeah, if they're in my, if it's in my apartment, please hose down everything. I don't care. Yeah, but. When there's a centaur and what is it, Twilight Zone. <laughs> and Elvis is <laughs> there. Yeah. There's, there's a bunch of cool machines there. I was looking for an opportunity to ask you this, because uh, we are in your apartment. Do you, you, you do not have a pinball machine. No, not anymore. Yeah, I did have a, we had a loaner for a while, then I had a theater magic here. It's a bummer without it. Like, not the loader, loaner was Xenon, too. Though. Xenon was, was awesome here. And then he had theater magic. How, how long did you have that? Like Wait, two years, you, three years, was yeah, three plug, years, three was four it, years. Was it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. How the noise? How was the noise? Yeah, get complaints sometimes, but I could like, but I have a balcony and I can like look up and down and see what's going on with my neighbors. Yeah. I'd go across the street and see if they were home. We we lucked out for a while see. because uh, Sarah that you that she still works at Shorty's. She lived downstairs, oh, and yeah, she, yeah. Gordon had her number, and they would he would say, "Can I play pinball tonight?" You yeah. know, and she she's like, "I'm not gonna be at home all yeah. night long. Play all." And the want. neighbors upstairs are gone a lot. So. Yeah, it was fantastic. I miss it so much. I miss that theater so, magic. And then for a while, I had other neighbors. That they're different now, but the downstairs yeah. neighbors would be gone a lot too. And I could tell just by I'd go out on the balcony at like you know ten o'clock and look up and down and like not see any lights on, and so I could tell that they weren't home, or they'd be like you know the hallway because all of our apartments are alike, so I can you know see yeah. where their hallway light is. Anyway, it's hard. Thing. It's hard to talk about those days right now because there's no pinball in here. Yeah. Right now. Uh, you know, so th- this is slightly on topic, <laughs> slightly off topic. So, you know, uh, Spin Cycle is expanding, and I'm pushing for Jason to get a pinball machine. He's iffy on it, and his reason makes a lot of sense, and it's that employees would get sick of the noise and try to turn the stereo up above the noise of it, which would just make things really, really loud. But... I think the two of you should 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 push him. Should work on it. Yeah, that's not that's not very good logic. I, I think that uh, that it, it doesn't make noise all the time unless somebody's playing it. What what game would you recommend? Do you, do you think it would be most appropriate for them to have at Spin Cycle that would fit there? Hmm. Well, I oh, want the Monster Match it. game or whatever the Monster. Uh, game. Monster. I was actually asking the experts here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Danny. I would go for an older game, like uh, with just like drop targets and 
Jack in the Box. Not like a new Stern. Mm. Yeah. Something with le- not something that uh, is more sturdy, I guess. Definitely, definitely not Ghostbusters, because like every fifteen minutes, a woman screams bloody murder, and it's super loud. Exactly. That's that's what we. That's uh, what we don't want. No, you should have Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> it's jarring. It's because you don't expect. You it. can turn that off. They don't have it on it. Uh, um, it's on at Shorties because it happened. To, last night when we were there. So when was the first time that uh, someone you didn't know or you didn't think you knew uh, called you the Skillshot guys? Ah, uh, that's that's cute. That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. I, but I I know, I know I know what you're saying. It's been yeah, it's been so now. long that okay. I can't even think about when it first happened, but That would have been within the first year, I'm sure. It was probably Cuz a lot of our like older oldest pinball friends we met in that first year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and we we became the skill shot guys real fast, yeah. like it was it was almost immediate. Because there was already a little bit of a scene, a, a social scene around shorties. Issue when we were when we were looking for advertising for the for like issue four or five, I can't remember if it was which one it was, but I remember we went into shorties, and we were gonna uh, we were meeting with the owner, or we wanted to go in and find out who the owner was or something like we. It was back. I, I love the idea of walking into a bar and be like, "Who's your owner? Yeah, who's the owner? owner? Who's your owner? How are you yeah, what's his name?" <laughs> and but when we got there, uh, and we were about to ask Deuce, who still works there, um, we noticed that there was a cut behind the bar, and it had issue three is in it. Yeah. And then uh, we like when I when Deuce came to us, we were like, "We wanted to find out who the owner is," but I was like, "We do that thing that's over there in that cup." And he was like, oh, this is cool. And it's like issue number three. Yeah. And he was like, oh, this is cool. Uh, I give these out to people that are tourists and they're asking, you know, where to go and find pinball. That's actually, I, I mean, at my record story, that is probably the people that get most excited about Skillshot is people from out of town. And they're like, they're, what is this? And I explain what it is. And they're like, they're happy. Because it's like, yeah, you, you come in from out of town and... Even if you don't play pinball, it's almost like a list of bars that are probably m- more fun than randomly picking a bar or like trying to look up online. It's like <laughs> that's a great yeah, that's true because they usually are. You're right. Yeah, like, even if you don't play pinball, you're like, oh, well, this is a bar that has pinball. That's that sounds kind of cool. I, I, let's, let's go to that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, like at the um, Highline. I always think. I always think how. Picking, we were picking it up here. Yeah. When I'm meeting someone and I uh, give it to them and they're from out of town, and uh, I always think, uh, or they usually like give me the impression it's like, oh, we should have this in where I live. Oh, you yeah. Know? Like, a, like, why don't we have this? This seems like. And something then you're like, like why don't you fucking do it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that same time period that he's talking about is the same uh, when you were asking about the uh, go walk around the city. Oh yeah, walk around the city. That's when I was walking around the city and like searching out. I'd like walk all through uh, Pioneer Square and just like walk into places and ask them, "Do you guys have pinball here?" To the bartender yeah. I'd see in the afternoon, and sometimes they'd say yes. Like, um, like there was some weird. Yeah. I can't remember so the name of the bar. There'd be would be a pinball machine upstairs tucked away. Yeah. Now, if they said yes, would you just turn around and walk out? No, I'd and go. Them, or would you go play a game? Or- it would be funny, like, you know, I can imagine, like, being in a bar and, like, working, and, like, a guy comes in and is like, hey, do you have pinball? Like, yeah. He's like, okay. Jots it down and walks out. I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> no, I'd go pinball and look senses. at it and see what it was, because yeah. a lot of times the bartender didn't know, any, wouldn't know oh, anything yeah. about it. He just knew it was there. 
or she knew it was there. It's up there. So no, Seattle has a pretty the Pacific Northwest, but especially Seattle has a pretty huge pinball scene. Yeah. When do you think the biggest jump was? I guess we'd have to look and see what year, um, like another castle, eight bit and flip flip all opened up rather re- close to each other rapidly. How long has Shorty's been around? 20 well now the yeah. the tournament that's coming up in november is their 20th tournament yeah annual tournament okay. um so it has to be like 21 or 22 years shorty's opened up some yeah you know, like in the 90s because it was like around the same time i was doing teen fact like toward the end of that mm-hmm. and the shorty's always basically been the same mm-hmm. yeah yeah well it was uh smaller th- mm-hmm. it was smaller and uh wasn't it there was there was no pinball in the back for a little while they had that instead was the back bar i want to say the first time i went there they didn't even have a back i think i was like because i was like hanging out in belltown and my friends had they're like let's go to this place that they have vegetarian hot dogs and I'm like, all right whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> i remember like aren't they supposed to be closing or were, wasn't there like news a while ago about them a couple a couple of years ago the um a developer bought that uh, part of the block and uh, uh, hundreds of people went to City Hall and uh, it got declared a historical monument. Not not Shorty's, but the, the uh, building, the housing behind it called the Wayne Apartments. That became the historical uh, uh, place oh yeah like above Rocco's and the Lava Lounge because it was from the Denny regrade when they regraded and they moved that building and moved it in to where it is now so historically they want to keep it but as long as it keeps shorties open I'm fine with that (laughs) I don't think the the developer actually bought it I think they were just like uh, you know thinking about it and like everyone found out and gave them a reason not to Mm mm-hmm all right, so it's time for uh, every episode we have Adam's rapid-fire question. I've been so excited to... Uh, I've got so many pinball-related questions to ask you guys. And this is rapid-fire, so you just got to go right into it. Okay. What game... What has been the most expensive per-play machine that you've seen or witnessed? Uh, it's rapid-fire. You have to answer fast. More than a dollar... Is it, Ghost, you, Ghostbusters when it was new because the ball would fucking jump over the railing all the time. Here's the most expensive one: <laughs> is it when you go to when you when Wizard of Oz came out, and you would go to the Seattle Pinball Museum and you would pay to get in. Yeah. You would still have to pay a dollar oh, to play that. But that's the whole fucking point. Yeah. That's exactly. Bullshit. Exactly. And then that's, everybody was mad about that. So that's, that's the most expensive. Balls. That that's answers your question. Balls. Okay, I have two religious related questions. Oh no. What is the holy grail of pinball machines? Cactus Canyon. Mm. I always see something called Big Bang Bar that people are like so excited about, but I'm, I think that's really rare. Yeah, yeah. Uh, second religious question: What is the mecca of pinball? Shorties. Shorties. Ha! I love that. that's a great <laughs> answer. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'd like the pinball Hall of Fame, I guess. Where's that? Las Vegas. Uh, Why is it Las Vegas? It's because. Because it's probably the weather's good for pinball machines there. Dry. Yeah, but I mean, isn't Mecca something that is more 
popular because like people. Well, no, Mecca is where if you're really into something, you plan a pilgrimage there. Oh, like, then, like, then I guess Vegas. Yeah, you took you 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 knew the definition. It's like it's like before. Like I, I at some point in my life, I have to go to this one place. Yeah, and a lot of people agree with that. Wow, and we're yeah. starting to you know Shorty's is one for here, mm-hmm. but then so is like Adabal and like Eight Bit and Flip Flip everywhere. Another castle. There are yeah. Jupiter now in Narwhal. Jupiter, Lots wait, of so wait, Jupiter just Seattle. didn't Jupiter just open? Yeah, yeah. Um, last week. Last week. Well, What's it like? Another, uh, big yeah. and awesome and yeah. beautiful and uh, the food's good and the, it's fantastic. The it's pinball great. room is very spacious. It's like it's very and spacious and there's other games in there if you want to play something instead of pinball. But there's lots of games. What is the great? Uh, what is the Eagles' greatest hits of pinball games? <laughs> Said differently, what is like the most common produced game? Medieval Madness, right? Yeah, maybe now because they have a remake. But before that was Adam's Family. I was, I was oh, actually going to say Adam's Family, Adam's Family feels yeah. the one, but I like it. I like. I, it might be because I am a subpar player and I do pretty well at it so I feel good about myself when I play. Are you all like ramp chair, ramp no, chair, no, ramp no, chair. But I just, I get, it's, it's fun because I can, my ball will last, I feel, a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. For me, funny. Twilight Zone is the worst. I always do bad at it and I wonder if that's like the joke that Twilight Zone is like weird and hard. They, I know I always can p- put the two together but they're really totally different. Twilight Zone, same and time Zone. period, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. they, but for some reason, they look they're the same, like dark, it's like font, yeah, like, yeah. Not the, not font, but like the aesthetics, of the it, yeah. the art. Yeah, that's what I always look at. What's the most overused board theme? Star Wars. Is it? There's four of them. I would say gen- more generally rock music. Oh. ACDC, Big Hitch, Titty Girls. That's, 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 so Aerosmith. <sighs> Fucking hate Aerosmith, man. I don't really... I, I don't play it. I mean, it's... At no, I mean, I meant the, the five people in that band. I do oh, yeah! Like, <laughs> I do want to go on record as saying I do like Big Titty Girls. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I was like saying that's a theme that's passed. Uh-huh. But maybe not. They, that Can Crusher came out, and there's that sexy ACDC titty girl, the, the double girl. Yeah, but... Lucille. Lucy. Wasn't there an Iron Maiden at the pinball show? Oh, that's old. Yeah. What's uh? What game has the most complex scoring system? Complex. Hmm. This is just like like the hardest amount of. Figuring out what to do when you're playing the game. Game of Thrones, I think, is like that for me. Is there a big ice wall in that? <laughs> no, Game of Thrones has like this. Like you pick a different house, and you have to like you can combine your houses and. It's like a whole like game involved with that. Oh, so. uh, when you're three fifths through the game, does it stop? And then J.R.R. Martin shows up and is like, "Hey, you can finish this game really soon. I promise." You, you, yeah, the it, interface is through WordStar, right? Yeah. <laughs> there are games that will like stop, and there'll be um, like a little cow animation. Cows are like a historical uh, pinball in joke. For and some reason, you see cows randomly. They're like Easter eggs. And like Game of Thrones will stop and scream at you for a second. So Skillshot, like, you know, the main thing is the fancy, but you've expanded the empire a little bit because other people have gotten involved. What, like, what else do you have going on? 
Besides the paper zine? Yeah, I mean, because you have a website. A website. A, uh, a and podcast. Yeah, com is the right. website. And you have, like, an expanded version of the list, which, yeah. you know, does all those other counties and areas that we talked about before. Mm-hmm. And it's always the most up-to-date. counties for some reason. I know you didn't mean it, but it sounds derogatory. Yeah. Anytime you start saying, like, counties, to me it's, like, implying hillbilly. Yeah, like, well, like, like a 10 gallon. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, oh, what county do you live in? It's like, like the only people <laughs> who really talk about counties are people who live in rural areas. Or politicians. Or people that help me on the list because yeah. it's like, oh, right, here, you have to do this county. Yeah, like all five of them. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's like the, but that list is the most up to date. There's also an app that you can get that. Um, For iPhone and Android. Yeah, that'll like directly put you into the list. So it'll it'll tell you where pinball is around you. Like it'll look, it's, it will show you pinball places. And if you the pinball's coming from inside the house. I know. Have you checked the children? <laughs> and if you ever see anything that's wrong, please contact us through Facebook or the website. Yeah. And uh, let us or you know email and tell us about a game change, and we'll change it because that's how we that's how it gets done. Is like. The community of people all over Seattle, like, yeah. let us know when a game gets changed, and I'll, um, or I mean, someone else will change it on the actual list. So it's always up to date. So uh, one thing, actually, um, when you found out that Urban Outfitters had a pinball machine, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how did that go? We were just talking about them last night. Yeah, because it changed. I went out and looked, and uh, one of the games had changed. No, but, but originally, when it first happened. I think I, thought I was I weird knew about it before. <laughs> yeah. But because, from my understanding, Brad, you didn't want to put skill shots there. At least that's what I heard. Maybe not. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, Brad. Yeah, me. I I think, actually, you said that to me. I think that, like, not, that must be where it's I from. I think we're at a folding party. Hey, 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 hey. I think we're getting into the gossip <laughs> Oh, here we are. Oh, no. I think that you're saying that you like, like, Urban Outfitters is lame. Why do I want to put this in there? Yeah, I don't know. And Gordon is like, well, no, people are playing pinball there, so why, you know. Yeah, Remember, yeah. MJ, MJ worked there before they had pinball, and she was asking us about it. Mm. At least asking me, and um, it just seemed weird to me that. Uh, well, also too, Jeff. the games were always broken at the beginning. Well, so, so why would we put skill shots in a place that has broken games all the time? I, I, remember, one, I remember one time I was delivering. They were and broken. I, no, well, one time I was delivering. Yeah. And I went there, and they're all I, unplugged. Yeah, you went a block away and delivered. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got you know I got Capitol Hill East or whatever, and you know I was yeah. making my deliveries. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I went yeah, there. Yeah, thank and you for distributing and folding all. Yes, thank you, Danny. Thank you. I, I'm sorry I haven't been in a while. It's just a series of coincidences that every night you're doing a folding party is yeah. good for me. But this you've got you know, Halloween sounds great. You did yeah. make it up to the Iron Bowl though once or twice. I like the Iron Bowl. It's uh, closed right now. I know. Can you, can you tell why it's closed or what? The septic Bowl tank was? exploded. Or something like this. And now they have a huge hole in the middle of it. and <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't know what's I going on there. I think the very last time we had a folding party, there was talk of like, yeah, it kind of smells in here, but there's only like a tiny <laughs> septic issue, which will be taken care of within like two weeks of construction. Yep. And then the next thing I heard was like, oh yeah, the whole place is closed. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's like some major re- uh Rebuilding projects, but, but they do on. plan to reopen. Like they're, they're like every business that closes. Well, because uh, they're the Monday night pinball, uh, the pinball league that happens every Monday night. There's a still an Iron Bowl team, 
and they refuse to uh, say that they're yeah. the space that they have to go to as their home base and isn't temporary. They have to say that actually their permanent home is the Iron Bull. Yeah. So that must mean to me that like signifies to me that they're eventually going to open up again. And John uh, Jonathan Hawthorne it owns it. And he would he would as tell far us, as I know they're going to open up again. Yeah, I hope so because it's a great place. It's yeah. fantastic. What team are you on? Slayers, the shorty slayers. Short, silver ball slayers. Shorty silver ball slayers. So many S's. Yeah, SSS. We went to uh, the finals it's last season. Good thing season. you don't just have two S's. A good thing that you want yeah. a few more. Good I think job. I think that's why we put the skill shot has two. Oh, ooh, yeah. Really? I know we got <laughs> some shit for the uh, the issue eleven. Oh, this one. Yeah. Yep. Saying that it was a little bit too close. Too much like Kiss. It, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what it was based on was yeah. Kiss. Yeah. Too, too, too much like Kiss. Because they, have, they have two S's, too. Yeah, that was uh, shitty. That was a, a little bit more serious question. So you two sell the rights to the story of Skillshot to Universal Pictures. Who's going to play each of you in the movie? <laughs> Do can I say who? who you, you, uh, you can say what? you can say whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. Who would play you? It's someone now. Like you can't do like for you. I'd pick Owen Wilson. I guess. No, I don't have a crooked nose. But he has What's like, funny is that you touched your nose while you. Oh yeah, that. that's the first thing I thought. <laughs> well, not not because of a crooked nose. Yeah, the rest of it. Well, the thing is, I think anyone then could who, play who Brad you play me? because it's all hair, beard, and glasses. Like, yeah. who could be anyone under uh, yeah. that? Rosie O'Donnell as Brad. Anyone. Well, then, for you, Gordon, I would say it would be uh, that guy from 30 Rock, Deshaun. He's, the, he's on uh, uh, Kimmy Schmidt now. Like, Deshaun or something. Dan, the the gay guy from the uh, the, the Queen office? of Jordan. No, never mind. I would show you a picture. Oh, of I know who you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Well, our listeners probably know. They stay up on 30 Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was the funny... Wait, 30 Rock or 3rd Rock from the Sun? <laughs> no, 30 Rock. 3rd <laughs> Rock from the Sun. I guess you don't listen oh. to the podcast since you said your listeners would know. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Now, second most serious question: uh, Where in Seattle do you like to get coffee? Mm, I like analog. It's right oh, there. Analog's great. Yeah, he brings me analog a lot because I work around the corner. Um, I I just usually get coffee from the the. Like convenience store. Yeah. I, I think I think about saying the street. Like, yeah, I just get coffee from the street. I like about street, street coffee. Yeah, yeah, I, like street coffee. I bought a can of Kroger's in a can for two fifty, and that was like street coffee. But that's good. But no, yeah, I was trying to save money, so off uh, making my own iced coffee. And, well, and we always get uh, the coffee across the street from Shorty's. What's that called? Bedlam. Bedlam coffee. That sounds good. Yes, it's right across the street from Shorty's. Well, uh, where do you like to get your coffee, Adam? Well, actually, you know what? We're running out of time. We have to end the show. So I want to thank uh, Brad and Gordon from Skillshot. Uh, go to the folding party. Uh, pick up a copy. And uh, thank you, guys. Thank and, you. And uh, hey, to our listeners, just remember, keep one finger on the pause button, one foot in the grave. Thank you for listening. And we are out. <laughs> 
Well, one day you're up And the next day you're down She'll flip you around Knock your feet off the ground You can ring all her bells You can light all her lights When the game's at an end She'll have another tonight Cause she's got a heart, heart that's nice. Yeah. Uh, the Christmas tree's still up. Yeah, like Christmas, <laughs> Christmas, Christmas is coming up in a couple Christmas of months. Christmas in it, September. It's almost Christmas, yeah. 